Are you taking care of yourself? Are you paying attention to your body? Are you paying attention to the signs that you are sending yourself that you are in a good situation, a bad situation, a situation that needs to change, a business that needs to grow or not, a job that needs to give you more challenges or less. Today's guest, Booth Andrews, digs deep into all of that. Booth is a speaker. She's a coach. She's a lawyer. She's a mom. She's a weightlifting enthusiast, and she works at the intersection of business and well-being. Booth holds you accountable. Booth has been a friend for many years, and I've always been impressed by, well, how she takes the seemingly soft skills right, of care, of empathy, of health, and ties them directly to your well-being as well as a business's well-being, as well as a big idea's well-being. What are the decisions that we make for us to take care of ourselves? And I think you are going to really enjoy meeting Booth. You can also hear Booth on her own podcast called Freedom From Empty, available on all podcast platforms. Um, and you can check out Booth at boothandrews.com. As always, Big Ideas Welcome. Oh, hey, this is the Big Ideas Welcome podcast, and I'm Chris McAdoo. As always, I'm honored to be in your ears. And as always, Big Ideas Welcome is brought to you by the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center a nonprofit business accelerator located right in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee, otherwise known as the Maker City, dedicated to changing lives through entrepreneurship. Y'all, get ready to take care of yourselves and take care of others. Here is Booth Andrews. My name is Booth Andrews, and my big idea is why a dysregulated nervous system is bad for business and what you can do about it. So I'm curious, in the past three years, I'm using pandemic purpose, uh, pandemic time for the purpose of this exercise, have you felt on edge or overwhelmed, like it's harder to focus, concentrate, pay attention, or recall information? Are you more snappy? reactive or irritable? Maybe it's hard to regulate your emotions, or maybe you just feel numb. Are you tired all of the time, no matter how much sleep you get? Or maybe you can't sleep, or you can fall asleep, but can't stay asleep. Do you doubt your ability to do your job well? Are you struggling with setting or maintaining healthy boundaries, feeling unfulfilled, or struggling to find meaning in your work? Maybe you just cannot shake the procrastination or you feel like you're moving through molasses. Maybe it seems like the creativity will never come or you don't trust people the way you used to. Have you started taking risks you wouldn't have taken in the past or have you noticed that you feel more apathetic, cynical, pessimistic, or resentful? You might be leaning hard on coping tactics like alcohol, substances, shopping, Netflix, or doom scrolling to get through, or struggling with your physical or mental health, sometimes with no obvious explanation. If this is you, you might have a dysregulated nervous system, and I am here to explore why that is bad for your business and your life, and to give you some tools you can use to support your nervous system here and now. 
Please know that we are just scratching the surface here today. There is so much more underneath the information that I'm sharing. But we'll get started with your stress response. Your stress response is an evolutionary response. It is the neurological and physical shift that happens in your body when you encounter a perceived threat. Your mental mental and physical reactions to chronic toxic stress and trauma are completely normal responses to abnormal events. They demonstrate a healthy working emergency response system protecting you from unhealthy and dangerous situations. When your brain senses danger, it rapidly activates the amygdala. The amygdala cues the sympathetic nervous system to fight, take flight, or freeze. Basically, your survival brain overrides the rational or thinking brain in the cerebral cortex, where rational thought and executive functioning, like problem solving, organizing and prioritizing work, maintaining focus, accessing memory, regulating and processing emotions and impulses, sustaining alertness, maintaining consistent effort over time, and cooperating with others take place. This system works really well when we face a physical threat, such as a fire or a bear chasing us in the woods, when we escape that threat and then have the opportunity to return to a felt sense of safety. When we feel safe, our nervous system returns to homeostasis, and we can discharge the built-up stress or trauma energy, heal and repair any damage caused, and return to our window of tolerance. In our window of tolerance, we feel strong, competent, curious, relaxed, content, balanced, able to rationally make decisions, hopeful, and able to take risks without feeling overwhelmed. But when we are unable to return to that felt sense of safety, because we cannot get out of a stressful situation, because the amount or duration of the stress is outpacing our ability to recover, because we haven't learned to complete our stress cycle, or because we have experienced trauma and did not have the right support to resolve that energy, that stress or traumatic energy can get stuck in the body and will ultimately cause profound damage to our physical and mental health. In other words, the stress becomes toxic. Unfortunately, the brain does not distinguish between direct physical threats and threats due to toxic stress and trauma. In the brain, a threat is a threat, and it triggers the alarm system. Our bodies also do not know the difference between work stress or personal stress. For the body, all stress is cumulative, regardless of source. So what are some things that happen at work that threaten our sense of safety? Things like job insecurity, inadequate pay, or poor investment in career development, a conflict between home and work demands, a lack of resources, whether actual or perceived, uncertainty or lack of transparency, poor or inconsistent communication, a perceived or actual powerlessness or a lack of control in your work role and activities, having to make professional decisions out of alignment with your personal values, limited opportunities for support or growth, exposure to secondary or vicarious trauma, administrative burden, workplace accidents or violence, an underuse of skills or being underskilled for the work you're being asked to do, excessive workloads or work pace or understaffing, long unsocial or inflexible hours, 
a lack of control over job design or workload, unsafe or poor working conditions, limited support from colleagues or authoritarian supervision and leadership, violence, harassment, bullying, or gaslighting, discrimination and exclusion, an unclear job role, under or over promotion, and a lack of access to resources and benefits that support work-life balance and holistic well-being. So how does that toxic stress and trauma impact the workplace? Teams or organizations that are experiencing toxic stress or living with unresolved trauma will see higher staff turnover, higher absenteeism, such as sick or mental health days, higher presenteeism, in other words, when people are working longer hours, demonstrating lower outputs and making little impact. Presenteeism can actually cost employers up to three times that of absenteeism. Lower productivity, increased errors, impaired executive function, and lower quality work, increased counterproductive workplace practices such as bullying and harassment, and a deterioration of team culture. So here's the good news. We can change the culture of work. It isn't an easy lift. But the ROI for organizations who are changing their culture in response to the clear impact of toxic stress and trauma includes greater resilience, engagement, empowerment, safety, health, well-being, productivity, and commitment to the mission. And here's the other good news. While it is impossible to remove all stressors from our personal lives or the workplace, the human brain is malleable and adaptable. When we have a better understanding of what is happening within the body in response to toxic stress and trauma, we can interrupt the emergency response system and support the nervous system in returning to a regular, regulated state. When you notice that you are feeling stressed, anxious, agitated, or overwhelmed, you can use one of these practices to settle your nervous system before you decide how to respond to whatever stressor is in front of you. Walk around barefoot or lay in the grass for 10 minutes. You can engage your five senses. Look around and name five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. Move your body. Take a walk outside if you can without your devices and feel your body move. Observe the world around you and notice the little things. And balance your inhale and your exhale, starting with your exhale. As you exhale, count the length of your breath. And then as you breathe in, see if you can match the length of your inhale to the length of your exhale. If you have the capacity, you could also use one of these practices on a daily basis to increase the signals of safety that you are sending to your nervous system and so that you can be regulated in your work and your life. Y'all, I told you, I told you, I told you, Booth holds you accountable. If you are just tuning into the podcast, I want you to also be aware that we've got extra content. We've got a little bit extra interview where I actually dig in with Booth even further about what taking care of yourself means. 
for yourself, for your community, for your family, for your business. And we have a wonderful conversation that you can see over on BigIdeasWelcome.com. I would also like to say thank you for tuning in. Next week, July 4th, uh, we're going to take that week off to prep our next episodes of Season 2. Let's see, Episode 3, Kenneth Herring, the Managing Director of River and Rail Theater, who is just one of the best, just the best people around, and I think you are going to get a kick out of hearing from him and also be challenged in ways that, uh, well, maybe you didn't expect. Anyway, y'all, I hope you enjoy this extra content. If you go to Big Ideas, welcome and check it out. I hope you have enjoyed Booth Andrews. As always, I am Chris McAdoo, and I'm honored to be in your ears. This is Big Ideas, welcome. Thanks for listening to the Big Ideas, welcome podcast. This show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer and is part of the Palm Tree Podco Network of Podcasts. Big Ideas, welcome is hosted by Chris McAdoo and brought to you by the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center a nonprofit business accelerator located in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. You can learn more at knoxcc.com and submit your own big ideas and entrepreneurial adventures at madefornoxville.com.